0: now, for the show reflecting on classic radio Hollywood 360 with your host, Carl Amari. Who's that
1: strange looking man behind you? That's Carl. Cool. I met him at
0: the laundry, man. Sam, sweetheart. I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away. The Lone Ranger, uh, the Shadow, the Masked Avenger.
2: Uh, This is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits.
0: Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? (laughs) Guys, guys, guys. Fellas, think we could listen to the
3: radio or something. Hello.
4: Everyone, I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the astonishing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Raymond Burr stars as Lee Quintz. Captain of the Cavalry at Fort Laramie from 1956. But it's time now for Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? The Music Edition. Lisa will play clips from popular songs and provide a statement about each song. And my job is to guess if that statement is real or ridiculous while you play along at home. Right, Lisa?
5: That's right. And just in honor of our friendship, Carl, I chose songs about best friends.
4: Oh. You're my best friend. That's what friends friend. are for. Remember that song? That was yeah. a Da 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 people let me tell,
5: tell you, you about, about my best fem. friend. That's from uh The Courtship of Eddie's yeah, Father. Courtship
4: of Eddie's Father. I know I
5: just said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. I loved that show. See, Did our ages show.
4: I didn't really Oh,
5: I loved it. Yeah, I didn't
4: really. You know why? Because
5: it was sensitive, Carl and you sensitive. Yeah, well, that's why. Yeah. So, I've got some songs about best friends okay. and some statements. So, let's start with the first song.
4: All right.
0: Did you ever know
4: that you're my hero. Lisa, you're my hero.
5: Thanks, Carl. It's a lot to live up to. It is a lot. So, this is Wind Beneath My Wings by Bette Midler.
4: Oh, it's by Bette Midler?
5: Well, this is her singing. Okay. It was uh, from the movie Beaches. Do oh, yeah, Beaches. That? That's a good movie, actually. So sad. I like Beaches. So sad. Mm-hmm. Okay, but a lot of people have covered this song since. Yes. So here's your statement. Okay. Bette Midler herself performed this song at the 2014 Oscars following the death montage.
4: Real or ridiculous? I'd have to say that's real.
5: Okay, let's listen. Years later, this not how different her voice
4: sounds. Yeah, yeah. You so got- I'm right. You're right. You're right. right. You oh, look good.
5: confused. Yes, that Midler Well, Miller I'm generally
4: confused.
5: I know. You looked a little confused for just, a
4: moment. I mean, you know, that's my general look. <laughs> I you know, like, huh? I wasn't what?
5: sure what you were taking in huh? from what I was saying.
4: I do like this a lot. Huh? You
5: just kind of gave me a funny look. You but know, yes, this what? is that Midler singing many, many years later. I got one right. Wind Beneath My wing. I'm going to
4: say that's uh, real.
5: Listen. Sounds a little different now, huh?
4: Live. I mean, she's a great singer. There's no doubt about it. How about her on that Seinfeld episode where they're playing a softball and she gets hurt? Remember that one? Yes,
5: yes, yeah. But I wouldn't have thought of it. And then uh, Kramer remember.
4: is like, they're like inseparable. It's it's, I'll have it's to a funny that. episode. Anyway, all right,
5: that was it. All right, so i far so I'm good. on the board. Here's your next song. Thank you for being my friend. A friend.
4: <laughs> this is uh,
5: this is Andrew Gold. Thank you for being a friend. What show
4: is this from again? Well,
5: let's see. Seven years after this song was a hit for Andrew Gold, it became the theme for the Wonder Years. Really ridiculous. That's
4: ridiculous. It's not for the Wonder Years. All
5: right. Well, do you know what it is?
4: Um, I I would get it, but it's definitely not the Wonder All right, let's Years. So ridiculous. What show
5: is it,
6: Carol? Like the,
4: something li- living something.
6: Uh, uh,
4: I can't remember, but it's not It's the not the
5: Wonder, Wonder Years. You're absolutely right. I'm just trying to get you to figure out what show it is um, This is the opening for the Golden Girls Oh,
4: Golden Girls. I wouldn't have got right. that. I never okay. watched that show I know,
5: but you knew it wasn't Wonder Years, <laughs> right, right. so you're still right halfway
4: to a pizza? You are
5: not halfway. Yeah. There are no more bets Yes, no. there's
4: pizza No, there is no the more pizza Yes, there is pizza I
5: paid you back and I said there's no more pizza bets God, are
4: you cheapskate?
5: That was $50 on, for the man. pizza plus a tip. I should
4: get I left, left another $10. I, I left $60 for that pizza. If I would get pizza. all four wrong, I would buy you a pizza. I,
5: there's no more betting. I've okay. already bought the pizza. Gosh. I'm done. I can't afford you. you gotta, it, you're too expensive. Make it
4: exciting.
5: Oh, it's exciting, all right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we both like pizza. I do. I mean, okay, so if you pay for it, you're still eating it? That's true, but I mean, it's $60 for a pizza. All right, come all on. Right, You've got a, two jet planes and you're worried about a pizza.
5: $60 pizza. God. All right. Here's the next song. Mm-hmm. Keep smiling, keep shining,
1: knowing you can always
4: Please count be. on me. For, for sure. For sure. <laughs> that's, that's what, what friends, are, friends for. are for. So
5: that's what friends are for. Is, is by, that like,
4: is that Dionne Warwick? Dionne Warwick. Hey, and, I got it right. Wait, it's Dionne Wait. Warwick? Yeah,
5: but that's not the question. Oh. Okay, it's, it's by Dion Warwick and Friends. Okay. Okay? And that's the question. That's what friends are for. So Dion and Friends. Yeah. Okay, they recorded this song to raise money. This is true, okay? Yeah. They recorded this song to raise money for the Foundation for AIDS Research. Okay. The question is, who are the friends? It's right. Dionne Warwick and Friends.
4: Let me listen. Oh that's that's Stevie Wonder. I think.
5: Well I can't let you listen to right, the whole thing. That'll kinda give it ahead. away. But so Dion and Friends is Dion Warwick, Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, and Gladys Knight. Real or ridiculous?
4: I'm gonna say real because I heard Stevie Wonder in there. So. Okay.
5: Um it's ridiculous. Oh, I'm so man. sorry. A, I switched one on you. You
4: switched one?
5: I, I did. Well, so, that's not fair. That's, that is fair. <laughs> How many do I have to switch? So <laughs> if I switch three, it's, so it's tricky, okay, Lisa. but not one. So to clarify, Smokey Robinson, I just made it up. Okay. And Elton John okay. is part of the Friends. So it would be Dionne Warwick, Stevie Wonder, Elton John, and Gladys Knight. That would be the group. Okay. So at least I don't alright so all I got that
4: pizza. one wrong you but did I'm, I got two right one wrong let's That's see what right. happens There's here one more to
5: go okay, okay. now I feel better now though okay <laughs> let's hear the last song
4: <laughs> lean on me when times when you're not strong and I'll be, be your friend. friend I'll help you carry carry on, on.
5: <laughs> so this is lean on me this by Bill Withers better.
4: Bill Withers or me Well, you're not singing. Somebody to lean on. Oh, wow.
5: Uh, You might need some lessons, you know, that maybe you
4: could approach. I need more than lessons.
5: Yes, you do. (laughs) I was being very diplomatic. So, Lean On Me by Bill Withers. Here's your statement. All right. This song was used in a 2017 Home Depot commercial in the wake of Hurricane Harvey. Real or ridiculous?
4: That sounds real.
5: Let's listen.
4: Walmart's latest commercial is serving as a motivational message. Take a
5: listen. I'm sorry, this is for Walmart. God, you are so true. You got two right out of four, which is typical. It's a fifty percent chance. So.
1: Yeah, this all commercial.
4: started with a group of associates singing the song. All right, on thanks. Me. All right, we well, great job. You did a great job. Thanks, you fooled Charles. me on two singing. of them. Yes, I all right, when we come back, it's more of Hollywood 360 with Fort Laramie. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these
0: important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari.
4: Fort Laramie, a good Western series that aired on CBS in 1956. It starred the great Raymond Burr as Lee Quince, Captain of the Cavalry. It was produced by Gunsmoke's Norman MacDonald, and it depicted the life at Fort Laramie in the mid-1800s. The fort was located across the North Platte River from the town of Laramie at the mouth of of the Laramie River, and the uh, regulars on this show, Vic Perrin, Harry Bartell, Howard McNear, Sam Edwards, John Daner. It only lasted one season, but boy, it was one great adult western. This is an episode called Squaw Man from February 5th, 1956. Here's Raymond Burr in part one now of Fort Laramie.
1: At the gallop,
0: the Fort Laramie.
3: Looks like they're about ready to pull out, Captain. Yeah. Walk back with me, Sergeant. I never did see such a mangy collection of stock. It's not a cavalry outfit, Gorse. It sure ain't. Most of these wagon trains heading west get through one way or another, but I sure don't know how. I talked with Mr. Brown a couple of times. He seems like a good man. He is. But I wonder how much luck a Missouri farmer is going to have taking a couple of hundred women and children through Indian country. He'll make out, Captain. I hope so.
2: Hello, Sergeant Gorse.
3: I beg your pardon, miss?
2: I was afraid we'd leave without seeing you again.
3: Oh, well, I... I... And I
2: wanted to thank you for last night.
3: Yeah, sure, miss.
2: Goodbye, Sergeant. And thank you.
3: Still, water runs deep, Gorse. How's that, Captain? Oh, never mind. All I did was give her a little old knife. I, I bought it at the sutler. Never mind. Never mind. That's all Sergeant. it was, Captain. I, I just give her a little old present. Sure, Sergeant. Line up, get em Somebody got those kids in the way.
1: Come on, get in there. Line up.
0: Line up.
1: Keep them wagons in line. and two abreast till
3: we hit the river. You're late getting started, Mr. Brown. Oh, hello, Captain Quince. Only about an hour. You're wasting daylight. Yeah, we're pulling out now, Captain. Any of your
1: men going to ride along with us? No, but you won't have any trouble. Like they say, Captain, Oregon are bust. You guarantee no trouble, Captain?
3: Out here, we don't guarantee anything, Mr. Brown. But you should at least get through to Salt Lake without trouble.
1: Yeah, I hope you're right. It's mighty lonely out there once you're out of sight of the fort.
3: Yeah, I know.
1: Well, thank the Major for his hospitality, will you? No thanks necessary. Now, well, good luck. Thanks. See you in Oregon sometime, Captain. All right. Reach hey! hey! out. Hey! Hey! Hey!
3: Well, Gorse, what are you staring at? Oh, nothing, Captain. Just a train, heading out. You've seen a few hundred of them before, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Hmm. What's her name? Who? The girl? Emily. Emily McCutcheon. Going to Oregon with her pa. She was put up real good. (laughs) You're all cavalry Gorse. Yes, sir Long way to Oregon I hope they make it So do I Yeah, come on, I missed coffee this morning Let's find some There's a rider coming in Yeah Looks like a white man Dressing buckskin Hunter, maybe it's Will Granby. He's a squaw man, eh? Yeah, lives with the Arapaho. Captain? How are you, old horse? Hmm, tolerable. Well, it's good to see you. You haven't been in in two or three years. Nope. You come for supplies? Come to parley. Got a proposition. Huh? All right, come on in, Will. Hmm, uh, Sergeant Gorse, will you have Mister Granby's horse stabled? Yes, sir. Come on, come on. Come on. Sit down, Will. The hmm, blood. All right, now what is it? What's your proposition? I figured maybe to hire out to you. You want a job? cavalry always needs scouts. Maybe. <laughs> you saying you want the job? Why not? I know this country better than the hairs on my head. Better than any man except old Gabe Bridger. There's some few places I've been even giving. You're a mountain man, Will. You lived wild and free all your life. Why do you want to tie yourself down now? Yeah, ain't like the old times no more, Captain. Ain't pleasurable now. It's hard. Maybe it's doing you cavalry fellers, or maybe it's our own fault. Maybe we trapped too much, took too much buffalo, I don't know. But uh, I got me a young squaw, prettiest you ever seen. I figured if I was to work, her and me'd eat regular at least. Right now we have peace. We don't need any more scouts. I figure you do, Captain. Tell me, Will. Am I hired? I haven't got the authority to hire you. That'll have to come from the Major. No, I, I'd rather deal with you. I know you. I can't hire you, but if you've got information, I'll make you a promise. At least I'll feed you and send you back with meat. Yeah, meat I could carry wouldn't last long. Then we'll go see the Major. No, wait. I'd rather tell you, but uh, you've got to promise me one thing. What's that? That it'll be settled peaceful. They're my people. Well, uh, I'll do all I can. All right. There's going to be trouble. Tribes are getting restless, all of them. Arapahoe, even. Government promised them if they'd go to the agencies, they'd get food, meat. And that promise ain't been kept. Yeah, I know. Supply train comes through now and then, but it's not enough, I know that. Arapahoe are starving, Captain. Eating bark and roots. Game on agencies played out. If they can't get food from the government or from the land, then they got to go looking for it wherever they can. We got to eat. Will, have they left the agency? or camped at Silver Spring. That's on the Oregon Trail. They got to eat, Captain. They went looking for buffalo, but there ain't no buffalo. So they'll get food where they can from the wagon trains. Well, we got to talk to the Major. You promise? I said I'd do all I could and I will. There's not much time for talking. There's a wagon train headed for Silver Springs right now. Yeah, I know. I saw it. All right, come on. We'll see the Major. How do we know this man's telling the truth? I've known him for a long time, Major. He doesn't lie. Could be a trap. If it is a trap, then there's trouble for sure. I don't trust a man lives with Indians, marries them. No, no, look here, you... Major, are... there's a wagon train on the trail to Silver Springs right now. They've got to be warned. I can still ride out with a detachment to turn them back. Captain Quince, our orders are to keep the trail open to Oregon. And to keep the Indians on the agencies. If anything, we'll send a company to escort the train through and run those Arapaho back where they belong. Couldn't do that without fighting, Major. That's one of the functions of the cavalry. In this case, there's no cause for it. The Arapaho have broken their treaty, Captain. The way they see it, we're the ones who broke the treaty by not keeping our promise about food. All I know is they're off the agency and they'll have to go back. If we go out in force, there's bound to be trouble. If I take a small detachment, maybe I can talk to him. This is a hostile action, Captain. It's got to be met as such. Major, the Arapaho are starving. They've got to eat. Mr. Granby, I'm sorry that they're starving, but I can't do anything about it. At least not until the supplies come through to me. My orders are to keep the Arapaho on the agency, and I can do something about that. Those are people out there, Major, and they're hungry. They only want food. Captain Quince, you'll take Company B and escort the wagon train until you meet the Arapaho. You'll send the wagon train on and escort the Indians to the agency and use whatever measures are necessary. That's all, Captain. Yes, sir. One thing, sir. What is it? Have I your permission to hire Will Granby as a scout? I don't see why it's necessary, but if you want him, take him. Thank you, sir. What kind of a man is that? Oh, he's all right, Will. He's an officer. He's got his orders. He goes by the book. He understands the situation all right, but he can't admit it. Listen, can you be ready to move out in an hour? I can't ride with you, Captain. They're my people. Will, I said I'd do what I could. I need your help. Ride with me. You know what you're asking? You know what it might mean for me if there's trouble? There won't be trouble if I can prevent it. I'm afraid you can't, Captain. But I'll go with you. We should see him just over this hill, Captain. If the Arapaho didn't see him first... You figure they'd attack? I don't know, Sergeant, but I'll feel easier when we spot that wagon train. I was right, Captain. There they are. All right, Sergeant. Let's ride out. Company at the
1: gallop!
4: Ho! Oh! first portion of fort laramie february 5th 1956 squaw man starring raymond burr he has an even deeper voice than i do Lisa. wow
5: can you imagine yeah, deeper I mean, than carl amari yeah, it's just is it possible like
4: a couple of uh syllables uh a
5: syllable is not i
4: know <laughs> decibels like i was thinking couple, of uh, i was thinking
5: of octaves but yeah
4: i was thinking of decibels decibles Is
5: the loudness i think
4: well whatever <laughs> <laughs> Octaves, is that the correct uh
5: well that's how it is in piano. That's
4: why I look that's why I look like this, huh?
5: Huh? What? I'm used to that face. Huh? Just that face. More huh? of Fort Laramie
4: what? in a flash. <laughs>
0: And now back
4: to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. There's not a week that goes by, Lisa, not a week that a listener of Hollywood 360 does not contact me and say that they love what we do, they appreciate what we do, and I got to tell you, it warms the cockles of my heart, you know? Really so does. There's
5: not a week that they don't
4: contact. I mean, you. we are just—it's just, uh, it's just uh, you know—it's really nice when you find something that you love to do, and people seem to enjoy it. And I we agree. get we get the and, and I can't thank you enough, folks out there in Radio Land, for letting us know you enjoy the show. And a lot of times they're like, "Man, I I wish there was a way to listen to the full show. It's on late, or the station only carries two hours, or whatever the case may be." And uh, we get that. So uh, maybe a couple of years ago, Lisa came up with this idea. And it was a pretty good idea, Lisa. Now and then. I'll give you while. credit for it. You came up with it. She was like, why don't we make the full show available to people at our cost? Just, you know, whatever it costs to get them an email of the full five hour show, you know, let's not make money on it. Let's just make sure that everyone that's listening to the show can hear the full five hours. If the radio station in that market doesn't carry the full five-hour show, and we thought it was a great idea, so we figured it out. It's a dollar fifty in cost to send it to you per week. That's only five ninety nine a month. That's all we charge five ninety nine a month, and you are sent an email every Monday with the full five-hour Hollywood three hundred and sixty show, and you get it the Monday after we broadcast. Like we're broadcasting right now live. By Monday, you would be receiving this show. But we also add to it our Radio Rarities podcast. So we tack that on to the end. And all of that is only five ninety nine a month. You get a weekly email from us every Monday, full five hour show plus Radio Rarities. And that you're billed once a month. Only five ninety nine. It's less than a cup of coffee, Lisa.
5: And Radio Rarities, I know we haven't had a chance to talk about it tonight, but it really is something Rare, um, but it really is something special, and it really takes a whole team of people that come together that work really hard. And we're really, really proud of our Radio Rarities podcast. So yeah, we hope we that are. you will uh, check that out.
4: Yeah, Mike Estella produces it. Lisa and I co-host it, and Carl Shadow is uh, a great writer. He's a great archivist. He understands all of these shows. He knows how to get to the, you know, to the historical aspect of every one of these programs. And we do take a very rare show, talk about it, play it on Radio Rarities. And by the way, folks, you don't have to subscribe to our podcast to hear Radio Rarities. It's available free everywhere podcasts are heard. So iHeart, Acast, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you would listen to a podcast, just search for Radio Rarities. And our logo will come up. You'll see a picture of Lisa and I on the logo. And uh, every week we release a new episode. In fact, I think this week that uh, if you go to iHeart or anywhere else, you're going to hear the only episode of I Love Lucy with Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. It was a kind of a promotional half-hour radio show they did for the upcoming TV show. Mm -hmm. Very interesting, all the background on it. So, uh, again, Radio Rarities is free to listen to it anywhere podcasts are disseminated. But you get the newest and greatest show tacked on to Hollywood 360 when you are a Hollywood 360 subscriber. How do you do that? Well, two ways. You can go to our website, Hollywood 360radio.com. and at the very top of the website is all of the information. Just click it, um, sign up and um, you know, every month you'll be billed 599 for the weekly email. Or you can call us at 815-900-7535 and sign up. We'll sign you up, 815-900-7535, 815-900-7535. We hope you'll sign up for the podcast, and uh, thanks again for listening to our show. All right, we're listening now to uh, Fort Laramie and the qualities right off a of CBS Master. Uh, this was taped. This was not on a uh, 16-inch disc. This was a taped recording. So we got this off the CBS master Mm reel-to-reel. This is called Squaw Man with Raymond Burr, February 5th, 1956. Here's the conclusion now to Fort Laramie.
0: They've seen us. They're pulling up. Sergeant Blindman
3: would have known we were here.
1: Company! What's the matter captain
3: i want you to stop here mr brown for the night
1: oh why we figured to camp at silver springs it's just over the pass there not more than two or three miles we can make it easy before
3: dark this will make an all right camp, campus water and wood if there's trouble captain i want to know it may be nothing mr brown but i want to find out you to camp here and stay here till i give you the word to go on it's indians ain't it there is trouble maybe maybe not but there's no use worrying all your folks. You'll be safe here. I'm leaving most of my men to guard you. Well, why can't you escort us over the pass to Silver Spring? Because if there were to be trouble, it would happen there in the pass. With the wagon trains all strung out and hard to defend. Uh, all right, Captain. Whatever you say. I'll come back or send word back to Lieutenant Seibert's as soon as I know it's safe for you to cross. Sergeant Gorse! Yes, sir? You and two men will accompany Mr. Granby and myself. Pick them and fall out. Mr. Brown, Lieutenant Seibert's is in charge here till I get back. I don't see a doggone thing, Captain. Now, keep a sharp eye. Move the troopers further out the flank. Yes, sir.
0: Jenkins,
3: I up to your right, here. You need to hear somewhere that I can feel it. Well, they must have seen the train, Will. Yeah, they have, but they also saw the soldiers. They might be making tracks already. They disappear pretty fast. I don't think they've had that much time. They'll probably stand for a fight. And, Captain, what are you going to do? Will, a few miles back, did you uh, did you notice anything? On the trail? Sure, a buffalo sign. Right. It's the first I've seen this close to Laramie in a year. Mm-hmm. Big herd, too. Across the trail going south. It'd make a lot of Arapaho meat. Yeah, it might work. Worth a try. Wait. You see anything, Will? Yeah, one of the scouts. Leave it to me. And you're not enough. You're I need No, Yeah. all right. He'll take us in. First Indian village I ever been in. It wasn't full of barking dogs. They had to eat them. You notice how it is, Captain? Yeah, I see. I'd say they're not very happy to see us. No. I'm I'm sorry, Will, to turn them against you. Uh, can't be helped. Uh, this is it.
2: Hi, Daddy, too. Why do you bring white soldiers to fight your people? They don't come to fight, Feather. This Captain Quince, he comes as a friend. White soldier is not a friend of Arapaho. White soldiers break promise. They do not give meat.
3: I think I can get you meat, Feather. I think I can take your hunters
2: to Buffalo, a big herd. You think? You do not know. Arapaho have ride from agency in North, hunt Buffalo all through Wide Valley... No buffalo.
3: Grayfeather, on my way here from Fort Laramie, I saw much buffalo sign. You hunted only the north side of the river. You haven't been south of the Platte, I have. There are buffalo there. To hunt take many days. Wagon train is here now. If you attack that wagon train, it'll mean much fighting. Many dead among the Arapaho. Great Mourning among the Arapaho. There will be mourning for the white soldiers, too. The army will keep on sending soldiers, rifles, until the Arapaho is no more. You know I speak the truth. My people are hungry. Then ride back towards the fort with me. I'll show you buffalo sign, then you can track from there. Take many days. It's the only way you can be sure to find buffalo
2: and food. If you find Buffalo, in two days, Feather does not attack Wagon Train.
3: Two days isn't very long.
2: Two days.
3: If we do find Buffalo, I want your promise to go peacefully back to the agency. If you find. All right, your hunters will come with me. But meantime, you must let the Wagon Train go through in peace.
2: This one maybe not next one.
3: It is agreed, then, Greyfeather. Aye, not? Captain, two days ain't very long. We gotta be awful lucky. We don't have much choice. You know what'll happen if we don't find buffalo. Yeah? there will be just the five of us out there with the Feather's hunters. Like I say, we don't have much choice. We gotta guess where the buffalo will be. We don't have time to backtrack them. Sergeant Gorse. Yes, sir. I'm sending you back to the wagon train with a message for Mr. Syberts. Uh, Private Jenkins' horse is fresher, Captain. I ain't been on no buffalo hunt in a long time. All right, Sergeant. Jenkins. Jenkins, you'll go back to the wagon train. Tell Mr. Syberts to escort the train past Silver Springs. Then return here in Bivouac. If I should not return... He's to get clear if he can and report to the fort for reinforcements. Move out. Well, we got 48 hours, Will. Let's find those buffalo. See anything, Will? Nothing, Captain. Not on that side. And in this way either. You can see a long way. I don't like the look of them back there. Gray getting anxious. I know. I, I just don't understand it. Will is not a sign. I've been thinking, Captain. We're too far south. The buffalo were headed south. Well, maybe not as fast and as far as we thought. Maybe they veered east. Oh, I've been thinking. It's been hot and dry for these last few days, and no wind. Buffalo don't travel much in the heat. They just stand and graze and suffer with thirst. But there's wind now. Well, some from the southwest. Well, if there's up north of here, it'd bring them the smell of water from the Laramie River. Yeah. Yeah, the river's still high. Yeah, and they'd probably be craving for water about now, and they'd stick their noses into the wind and make a run for it like they do. You might be right, Will. So if we cut back northeast to the Laramie, we'll find them. They might be there. There's only one trouble. What? Look who's coming. Uh huh.
2: Captain, it is as Greyfeather spoke. You promised Buffalo two days. Now two days are gone. There is no Buffalo our promises like all promises of white soldier.
3: We've been looking a long time, Greyfeather, but now we know where the buffalo are.
2: Captain, give much talk. We want buffalo, not talk.
3: Greyfeather, my soldiers are at Silver Springs. If we do not return there, it will mean war for the Arapaho. Maybe you return, but he not. It is not yet evening of the second day. There is little time. Maybe, but enough. We're going to the waters of the Laramie and find your buffalo. On this next rise, we ought to be able to see. That's right, Will. What if they ain't there, Captain? Captain. Well, if not, maybe we can get to the river, find some cover. So stay close. Watch for my signal. Yes, sir. You, uh, you should have gone back to that wagon train, Sergeant. I guess I ain't much of a garrison soldier. All right, look sharp. Captain. Ain't at the river. There's nothing. Wait, look there. Coming over the hills beyond, running for the river. Look at him. Thousands of them. Noses in the wind and running belly bent for breakfast. There go your buffalo gray feather. All you can eat. Well, go on. Get him. Ego, <laughs> Sure was mighty hungry, Captain. Yeah. Well, I guess our luck held. I guess it did. Well, let's let's ride on down to the river. (laughs) I could do with a drink. the company. Yes, sir.
0: Company, prepare to dismount. <laughs> Here.
1: Well, you're back.
3: Yes, sir. Did you have any trouble? No, sir. No casualties. Either side. You took long enough. The Oregon Trail's still open, Major. The Arapaho are back on the agency. What took the time? Why, uh. Why, we. We found some buffalo, stopped to hunt. The Indians took enough meat back to the agency to keep them quiet all summer. I see. Well, that. that was fortunate. It was, uh, mostly Will Granby's doing. He found the buffalo. Oh, well, maybe I was wrong about him, Lee. Maybe he can be useful to us. I think he can. I uh, brought him back with us, his wife, too. You uh, you like to meet her? An Arapaho? She's sure not St. Louis.
2: (laughs) Sure, all right, Captain.
3: Granby, Howdy, Major. This is Will's wife, Major. Lark Woman. How do you do?
6: Yeah, lawyer.
3: Uh, Mr. Granby. Yes, sir. If she's to stay around the post, she'll, uh, she'll have to wear something more than that. Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah she's got a shirt somewhere in the baggage. See, Arapahoe women aren't like Cheyenne or the Sioux or Crow, they don't wear much, except when it's right cold. There are a lot of men in the post, Will. Huh? Oh, yes, sir, Captain. I'll, I'll see to it. Oh, and Mr. Gramby. Yes, sir? My compliments on your work with Captain Quince. As of now, you may consider yourself on the Army payroll as scout. It'll be in tomorrow's special order. Yes, sir. The quartermaster will house you. large, Major. Come on, child. Well, she's, uh, she's kind of pretty, isn't she, Lee? Yeah. They make uh, pretty good wives, too. Clean, quiet, hard-working. Nice people. Now, you wouldn't be trying to soften me up, would you, Lee? Win me over to your way of thinking? I figure a man's got to make up his own mind about things, Major. Captain Quince. Yes, sir? Don't get too smart. Just be thankful I don't ask how you happen to run into Buffalo and turn a serious police duty into a pleasure trip. hunting. My striker's cooking up some buffalo steaks, Major Daggett. You, uh, like to come over to my quarters and try some? <laughs> sure, let's go, Lee.
0: Fort Laramie is produced and directed by Norma MacDonald and stars Raymond Burr as Lee Quince, Captain of Cavalry, with Vic Perrin as Sergeant Gorse. The script was specially written for Fort Laramie by John Dunkel, with sound patterns by Bill James and Ray Kemper. Musical supervision by Amerigo Marino. Featured in the cast were Jack Moyles, Ralph Moody, Edgar Barrier, Frank Cady, and Eleanor Tannen.
4: that is Fort Laramie February 5th 1956 squaw man starring Raymond Burr also in that Cass Edgar Barrier Eleanor Tannen Frank Caddy Jack Moyles and Ralph Moody that guy could be a kind of a Moody
5: got it, you know, right, kind right? of a
4: downer on the set you know <laughs> anyway I uh, hope you Didn't enjoyed see that one coming <laughs> <laughs> Fort Laramie is heard on CBS time
6: for Sarah Knight Adamson
4: She's our Hollywood 360 national movie critic. Take it away.
6: Hi, Carl, and hello to all of our listeners out there. Tonight, I'm going to talk about a movie that's playing now in theaters, Spider-Man Across the Universe. It's rated PG. It is the sequel to the first movie, Spider-Man Into the Universe. The film is both animation and live action. 17-year-old Miles Morales is Spider-Man. He's voiced by Shamik Moore. The story also centers on Gwen Stacy, or Spider-Gwen, voiced by Haley Steinfeld. Wherever you go from here, you have to promise to take care of that little boy for me. Make sure he never forgets where he came from. And he never doubts that he is loved. And he never lets anyone Tell him
5: that he doesn't belong there. You got to promise, Miles.
6: I promise. Here's the great news about this excellent Spider-Man film series. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. The animation and live action sets the film apart. It's into its own genre. Yes, the colors, the sequences are dazzling. The story is family-centered and for all ages. We are supposed to be the good
4: guys. We are.
6: I'd say four stars out of four. Thanks for listening in tonight. I'm Sarah Knight-Adamson, your national film and TV critic for Hollywood 360. Be sure to check out my reviews and interviews posted to my website, Sarah's Backstage Pass. I highly recommend seeing Spider-Man across the universe in theaters and I'll see you next week.
0: Now
4: back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, it's a sci-fi Ray Bradbury story on suspense. Plus, we're going to learn the lyrics. We
5: share our all of the titles begin with the letter W. W. You think of a song that starts with the letter um, W. Carl. Where
4: were you when I was born? Is that a song? I don't know. Just I I don't know. Doesn't sound good. (laughs) We'll be right back.
1: Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great quick motivational pick-me-up for your days join me listen now search for senior fitness with meredith on your favorite podcast platform